This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Off we go to connect with Alma Pollard, Executive Director of the Green Times, eco-consultant and a coach. She's a good old greenie and we love her. And she's rubbed us all up the right way for all these years and we're becoming all greener by the day because of it. Thanks, Alma, for joining us. Good morning. <laughs> I've rubbed you up the green way. <laughs> you have. <laughs> now, Alma, we're talking about trees today. I'm not sure if you've seen um, that David Attenborough a show that's that's on um, oh, yes. uh, called A Life on Our Planet. And for those of you who have seen it, and for those of you who haven't, do you remember there was this part where he would show a, sort of a part of the globe in a graphic, and he'd talk about how the population is growing, but how the, the, the number of trees or the, the forests on Earth have shrunk, and why? And I found that incredibly emotive, Alma, when I watched those trees fall and those logging companies oh. move them to plant all those palm trees for palm oil and the like, it, it was quite devastating to me. Absolutely, and then palm oil goes into unnecessary confectionery type of things, yeah. and it's unhealthy for us anyway. So yeah, it was very emotive, those huge trees, I mean hundreds of years old, mm. Coming crashing down, and these tiny little humans that really don't understand what they're doing. Yeah, and then all of those palm trees, and with that, the change in the ecosystem, which is the biodiversity that you speak about so many times, Alma, with the orangutans not having a, a habitat, and suddenly the groundwater starts washing away because of the weather, and then the whole, the whole world around it changes. It's a shift that messes up the wonderfully fine balance. And it's our lungs. It's like cutting out bits of your lungs and yeah. saying, okay, I'm going to use this to make money now rather, you know. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, I don't really believe in judging people because everybody's trying to make a living. Sure. It's just that people are thinking short-term and survival, which is fair enough also. We all have to think of survival. But long-term, you know, if you live with seven generations after you in mind, as I believe we should and as the traditional people always did and still do, then what are you doing to your children, mm. essentially, is my question. So this story about the wood economy, for me, is so fascinating because what's happened is with our more and more awareness, hallelujah, yes. um, people are demanding paperless and less. You know, we try to, to, to run more and more paperless um, offices, etc. And so because of the, the, the drop in the demand of paper, there are people who think, okay, we don't need so many trees anymore. But hmm. we have to remember that trees are sustainable resources, even if it's these exotic pines that we grow for paper. Hmm. Um, and they, they are replaced in the same spot. Um, they remove 9% of the trees per year. The others are growing in various stages of, of maturity, mm. and all this time it's absorbing carbon dioxide and storing carbon in the fibers and cleaning up the air for us wow. and helping to prevent climate change. So our trees are incredibly important to us, and in the wood pulp industry, they are now um, um, conjuring up the most amazing product of things to make with Paper pulp, you know, um, mm. in the wood industry, there's a lot of um, waste. So, I mean, you can just think of in your own garden how often you have piles of garden waste that you can't quite 
do something with unless you have a chipper, which is nowadays very expensive to yeah. get hold of. Um, so a lot of it goes and is still dumped. Mm. And all of that can be turned into products. And I was absolutely stunned to see all the products that they can, can turn it into. I mean, we're talking about not just the paper and the tissue and the card, cardboard that, that you and I think of, first of all, yeah. but there's the viscose material. There's the lyosol textile, um, textiles in the fashion industry. There's um, sheets and there's sponges. Mm. And then there's the fine powder of the lignin, and that is the glue that they actually include in some vitamins that we take. It's a very wow. fine, it's called MCC, carbo, carboxymethylcellulose. Um, they, they add it to low-fat yogurt. It's a stabilizer. Hmm. Um, and it's in lipstick. It's an abrasive in certain cosmetics because these fibers, how these are nanofibers and they are abrasive and they are of natural origin. So they are not like your plastic fibers mm. that eventually end up, you know, putting um, un- unhealthy things into the environment that mm. really kills it. So it's a natural anti-taking agent, for example, in your washing powder. Um, it's used in wound dressing, mm. in medical gels, wow. in, in, in edible packaging. It's used to make device screens. Do you know that that's very fine? It looks like plastic, but it's actually of paper origin. Wow. So you can replace plastic with it in so many applications. It's in the car and, and in the avi- aviation industries. So lignin is a glue that keeps the fibers together, and there's multiple uses for that. Um, lignin is, for example, removed from the, from the paper-making industry mm. uh, process because then the paper goes yellow. So now they sit with all these waste products, and they can turn them all into things. They can reproduce 50 million tons of lignin per year on the planet, and that can be turned into fuel. <laughs> so, you know, the, the, the opportunities are endless here, and this is just fantastic new ideas for, mm. for careers for young people as well. There's a new master's program being planned. They called it um, the biochemicals of green gold. <laughs> yeah. For example, there's the sugars that come from the trees. Xylitol, which is something that I use, mm. comes from tree bark. Um, so there's cellulose, there's hemicellulose, they are complex carbohydrates that are much healthier for us, very good for the teeth because it neutralizes the acid in the mouth. Yes. It's antibacterial, that's why they often put it into chewing gum. So the manufacture of, you know, the beneficiation of biomass mm. is a very exciting part of the future and huge new opportunities, work opportunities, research opportunities, it's just endless what we could be doing. You've called this before, and I know this is the correct technical term uh, which you've used, is the circular economy. And I love that. And that's the economy that we need to be involved in somehow and that we need to be consuming from because that's renewable. And that's, that's, that's the key here. If we're going to, we can't have these parallel lines because that, that results in use and, uh, and, well, just getting rid of and then that's also circular and because it, we can't it, throw it's, not, it's limited. Yeah, yeah. You can't so there's no such thing as a way. Then what you do, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yes, it's absolutely part of the of the of the carbon neutral um, circular economy, sustainable future, everything that we need. So the key here is to get as much out of trees as we can. And these are not trees that they're going to cut down just for the sake of it. These are already part of this renewable part of, of paper and all of its peripherals. So that's, this is not going out and chopping out down uh, rainforest. This is using renewable energy as its uh, re- renewable resources as it's already been planted and replanted and harvested. Am I right? Absolutely. So this is, this is using what we already have. It's part of our zero waste economy as well, mm. because this already exists. It's currently not being used. Some of these products, of course, are already being used, but this is a huge field of, of future research. There's lots more work to be done there. There's, um, there's opportunities for youngsters to go into this direction, to make this their career. There's lots of work that's going to be created. These South Africa's now started, for example, producing our own xylitol. We used to import it from China. Uh, you know, so much that we can do with what we already have without destroying our, 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 our trees. Yeah, so we, instead of just chucking stuff away or saying that stuff has to go away, we can say, well, what more can we draw from it before it ultimately ends up as waste and it'll be a whole lot less of it once we've taken out all that we can. So this seems no, like there a... There will be no waste. That's the whole idea, mm. that everything can be used again. You just have to put your thinking cap on <laughs> and be really creative and outside the box. You'll find a use for absolutely everything. And eventually, that's how the planet will run. There will be no such a thing as waste. This is a long but fascinating story. It is really, really worth reading. It's um, on the Green Times, one of the headline stories. It's called The Wooden Economy and the World's Ultimate Renewable. Go and check it out on thegreentimes.co.za. Once you're done with that story, you can find the link through to Cape Pulpit's website. It's there as well, and it'll uh, take you, and you can uh, listen to the podcast of Alma Pollard today's and from the past, all on capepulpit.co.za. Awesome, cool green day. We like that. Thanks, Alma. Bye. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.